Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the IO Podcast. My name is Nigel, and I am your host for this series that we are doing on Philippians. If you made it this far, which you have because you're hearing this, then congratulations on making it halfway through the book. Buckle up, though, because chapter three gets a little wild. I mean, I'm telling you, Paul tells the Philippians, no lie, that everything he once thought was good, he now sees as garbage. The word that we translate as garbage in English is actually something much, much worse in Greek, which was the original language that the text was written in. So like I said, things are getting pretty wild. You may be thinking to yourself, though, why does Paul consider everything he once thought to be good as garbage now? I thought that God created everything. So how are those things that he created supposed to be considered garbage now? That's a great question, and I'm glad that you asked. Basically, Paul is saying that everything compared to knowing and following Jesus in this new way that he's living means nothing to him now. To Paul, knowing and following Jesus is the absolute best possible thing that he and we could be doing with our lives. Again, let me put this into perspective. Our buddy Paul, he's in jail. He's hungry and he's thirsty and overall just super uncomfortable. And he knows that his life will likely end in some kind of painful tragedy. Paul is not thinking about all the luxuries he once had, like power and wealth and status. He's thinking, man, I am so glad that I gave up my old life for this new one. <laughs> but I'm like, what? I mean, this sounds crazy, Paul. But have you ever given up something that you thought that you loved only to discover something that you loved more? I think that's something that we can all relate to. But Paul really wants us to understand this concept and more importantly, follow his example. Something that may seem confusing to us that Paul says at the end of chapter three is that our citizenship is in heaven. He's not saying that we should want to get away from earth and head on up to heaven now. He's rather saying that our hope is in Jesus who resides in heaven and because of him, we are sons and daughters of God. Therefore, we should not be concerned with the thing we know we need to give up right now in order to follow Jesus better. It can be hard to think about anything that far in the future. I mean, it's hard for me to think about what show I want to watch like tonight, you know, but to make it simple, Paul is saying, look at my life. I had it all and I would give it up over and over and over again just to follow Jesus. And he's inviting us to do the exact same thing. So now let's read chapter three. Further, my brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. It is no trouble for me to write the same things to you again, and it is a safeguard for you. Watch out for those dogs, those evildoers, those mutilators of the flesh. For it is we who are the circumcision, we who serve God by his spirit, who boast in Christ Jesus and who put no confidence in the flesh, though I myself have reasons for such confidence. If someone else thinks that they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews in regard to the law, a Pharisee as for zeal, persecuting the church as for righteousness based on the law, faultless. 
But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more? I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so, somehow, attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained all this, or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us then, who are mature, should take such a view on things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God would make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters, and just as you have us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do. For as I have often told you before, and now tell you again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Well, thank you for listening to the IO podcast. Be sure to tune in next week as we dive into the last chapter of Philippians, chapter 4. Chapter 4.